0: What's up everybody, I hope everybody's doing good. Today's episode features Somilla Dayale who's presently a master's degree holder from university in Hungary. Somilla has traveled far both in distance and academia as she moved from Africa to Hungary and has done a lot, a lot, a lot of study. Meet her as she shares her journey of how she reached Hungary from Africa. And all the challenges she came across, and the tools she used to fight them off, I really, really hope that it leaves an impression. Enjoy. It's great to have you here. I'd like to say. Yeah, thank
1: you for having me.
0: And I know you're. Thank
1: you very much for having me.
0: Yes, I am. I'm grateful to have you here. I really am interested in (laughs) listening to what you have to say. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I, like I uh, earlier discussed with you, because I found your background really interesting. And so you mentioned that you were uh, originally from Fenton, Free State, Africa, right? Yes. And then you moved to Hungary for your master's, Bech Hungary. Yes. So, do you want to say why you made that decision or what, what, what was the reason behind that move? What inspired you for that?
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh um I think more than anything else it was timing it was just a right time in my life where I just got to a point where I was like man I I need more I need bigger challenges I I just got to a point where I was really uncomfortable with the life I was living I was like "Oh, I feel like there's so many there's, there's so much more I can be doing and achieving in life but I'm just comfortable at the moment. I'm just doing what I know needs to be done. So then I came across this uh, scholarship opportunity from the South African government that was offering some scholarships. It's actually hand-in-hand Hungarian government together with the South African government. Um, So I applied, I'm like, ah, I have nothing to lose. (laughs) And anyway, I'm I'm on this quest of doing things that are uncomfortable. So I might as well. Uh, So I uh, completed the application went through all the interviews the screenings etc and then I got the opportunity yeah and that's how I ended up in Hungary
0: why'd you pick uh, Hungary in specific what's special about the place I have th- <laughs> I have very minimal knowledge about uh, Hungary yes so
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i didn't even know there was such a place either if i should just be honest i i didn't even know that that was the country i was like Hung- what? Hungry- what okay am i hungry yeah ha- what's happened? <laughs> um and then i started uh reading up on it <laughs> doing some research i'm like oh wow this place is beautiful i don't know if you've seen some of the pictures i have beautiful but a lot of europe is 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 very beautiful the architectural
0: yes i i I saw that there's a lot of architectural history over there Mm -hmm. yeah i found it really interesting actually yeah Yeah. i i know i know that they that their language is is going to be a tough thing there i mean they majorly speak hungarian right so english is (laughs) how do you manage that
1: Fortunately enough, uh, the country is uh, a very international country. It's trying to uh, increase its internationalization, so there's a lot of foreign students there. So yeah, that was that was the the gift of it that we were able to communicate as international students from all across the world. Actually, that was one of the other beautiful things about being there. I met people from all across the world from america to africa to europe itself it was yeah it was one of the greatest experiences of my life for sure Um, but yes the language was a challenge um you were kind of forced to learn a bit of hungarian (laughs) though uh i i don't even want to lie i didn't dedicate myself to doing as much as i could that i know that i could have done with the language so i just knew the bare minimums of you know greetings because a lot of the older people loved communicating with us in hungarian so it's like uh, okay I, I need to at least figure out the basics of how to communicate so yeah
0: that's good <laughs> that's right. that's really <laughs> i mean here, here like in san diego where i'm situated a lot mm-hmm. of the stores they have uh, spanish-speaking employees and they ah. usually, and even, even the work of people, workmen who come here, they're Spanish mm-hmm. speaking, and it's really tough to speak in English with them sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so you are yeah. Forced, you're forced <laughs> to learn the greetings and like. No. Okay. and uh, exactly. and then just the uh, common words that I used like thank you yes uh, ah
1: yes yes and and an- another thing that was really interesting that side was that everything was written in hungarian too oh, <laughs> so google translate tough. was my best friend literally everything the street names The shop names, the things inside the stores, like your food items, everything is written in Hungarian. So, and I think being there really showed me just how important non-spoken or non-verbal language is because so many times when we were speaking and communicating with the Hungarians, would be using actions and and yeah a lot of actions and you'd be looking at at a lot of pictures when you're trying to buy something you look at the pictures because you don't actually know what you buy half of the (laughs) times
0: i think english is definitely like staying in your comfort zone and all the other languages yes Uh, yeah that was gay <laughs> yeah through, through my work also i'm i'm having to pick up some japanese can you believe that oh that's yeah, great it's it, the greetings though i'm just trying to pick up some greetings but uh-huh. that's that's another thing because the, the words in in there are so so long and challenge yeah so long like yeah. the simple okay would be like yeah. 10 letters or so
1: wow yeah it's
0: just i don't know why but
1: yeah wow but it's really would...
0: respectful language
1: um, uh-huh. that's, that's yes yes sure. yes definitely yeah, definitely I, w- I would believe that i remember because we had also quite a lot of uh, people from asia mm-hmm. uh, in hungary as well and i remember how often we uh, people would like say this is my full this is my name but you can call me Wu, for example or just two little words because they always said that their names yes their nicknames so because they always said that people struggle to say their full name Uh, so they always just have these uh nicknames or english names so that was that was kind of interesting to see as well Mm
0: -hmm. coming back to you i wanted to know like do a lot of people from uh, where you belong in africa come to europe for studies and was the move easy for you or what like emotionally and did did anything change of course Mm -hmm. might have i would assume
1: sure no especially because i'm from south africa so I'd say generally but definitely for my family is like a big deal like and i think that's why that's one of the things that really made me excited about uh, the opportunity when i got it because it was like dang i get the opportunity to see um what so many people wish to be able to see and achieve um and and, and i remember the numerous times uh, speaking to my family members, and they were like, "Yo, we're so proud of you representing us all the way in that part of the world." So it's definitely not something that happens every day um, in South Africa, especially amongst my family. At least I can say that there are definitely families that uh, can easily be like, "Yeah, my child is going to go study overseas, will pay for everything, etc., etc." So yeah, and then. Um, The transition was the other part of your question the transition for me was pretty um easy if I may put it that way because I think because of my mental state at that point because I I remember even before leaving I said that I want to immerse myself in the Hungarian culture even in terms of food I remember saying that I'm not going to take any food from South Africa when I go that side because I want to I just want to get the shock and get over it. (laughs) I don't want to still be lingering on, oh, I missed this and this and this and this, because now I brought it along. And then now, yeah, I just didn't want any of that. I really wanted to eat what people are eating there Mm -hmm. uh, and just become a part of what they are a part of and so that I can have the full Hungarian experience. So I think that attitude for me definitely made things a lot easier. Um, Than they could have been but there were definitely still challenges in all of that. I remember especially with the food I had a lot of challenges for the first few months um, Because I can be a bit picky with food. So when I got there, oh yeah, I struggled with food I wasn't eating properly like I was basically living off of snacks (laughs) For the first few months because that's like the common food
0: (laughs) So I, I, I share the same thought actually I think blending in, it helps you out more than anything. So if you yeah. choose to just blend in and uh-huh. um, things get easier for you, yes. Like, yes. like, let's say if you st- choose to pick up driving or something
1: mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. another
0: country, then you can just get to places really fast. Yeah. You, you can read yeah. ro- road signs faster.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and like, if you, if you can eat any f- food item that probably that's hungarian you can just go downstairs and get some food in a couple yeah. of weeks and then get back to work so True. instead yeah. of looking for what you need, <laughs> you need to find that yeah. exact yeah. thing so yeah. things get easier if mm-hmm. you try to it. I I like um, the thought mm-hmm. that you had started off initially with uh, the thought of blending in so i'm sure the transition mm-hmm. must have been mm-hmm. blossoming for you more than anything <laughs> definitely
1: not easy but definitely um a lot less challenging than
0: it could have been. Okay. I think that mindset must have really helped you out in your case. So <laughs> now, now that we've spoken about you moving to Hungary, I want to also know how. <clears throat> what's your uh, inspiration or your motivation behind picking business development as a major? I mean, uh, what, what does that mean? What's the... Uh, What's the technicality in business development? And I also, it deals with responsible AI in business use, right? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes.
1: Um, okay, so I'll start with the, the business part of things before I move into the technology side. Um, so business for me was something, I've always like had a thing, because back in high school, I we I really had the opportunity to choose whether we wanted to do a technical subjects or commercial ones. So I chose commercial ones because every time we'd be doing commercial uh, related studies, I'd be picturing like a business. Um, so whenever we're doing, for example, accounting, I'd be in my head mentally thinking, okay, I'm in my business. And then I'm selling this and then I'm doing this. And that's literally how I, I navigated and passed my my accounting and financial studies. Um, and then uh, after that um, so then after I completed my high school studies I was like oh, okay this is the obvious uh, bet for me let me continue with business so since then I've just proceeded uh, to do uh, my business studies um also because I feel like business is such a it's it's such a it's it's one universal because the principles that you apply in business are are, are so relatable, and, and, and you can also see them even just in our human interactions. Um, something as simple as sales, we see it on an everyday basis where we having to convince each other of things, and in essence, that's what happens inside of a business as well. Obviously, this is only just one small aspect of a business. Um, there's so many other aspects that fall uh, into it, but um, that definitely is, is one of the things for me. And then when I look at uh, technology, uh, technology is also it's uh, there is oh by the way let me just uh, clarify that that so I did my master's thesis on responsible AI, more specifically, it's called explainable artificial intelligence. So you might be asking how 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 did I now decide <laughs> to go all the way to technology? Um, obviously, there is a, a huge link between uh, business and, and tech, but uh, for me. Technology has always been that thing that I've been really curious about and I've thought is really fascinating. Um, just how, for example, it's able to to increase our capabilities. Uh, when you look just even in the context of a business, it's like, okay, um, we could only sell this much but now if we integrate business, we're able to, to, to have two times, three times uh, the production and, and returns in essence because of the use of technology. So, Um, That's how uh, I guess technology fitted in for me. Um, And then I've always believed that I have a call for for serving over my life. So whatever I, I do, be it business or the technology part that I've decided to now integrate, it's always been for me, how can I use this for a greater good? And that's how Responsible AI came into play because Responsible AI is basically about um how we can use ai in such a way that it it, it 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 doesn't cause harm for society um so for example our business processes our ai our technology within the business is it is it causing any harm to let's say for example
0: um so i'm just a company who has a lot of data with yes, me yes. a lot of customer data with me yes so how do i uh-huh. uh be responsible with the AI that I use. An example. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Question, that's an example.
1: Yes, yes. That's definitely a, a good example. And I think with my, with my research, that's an example that I came across quite a lot. Because, um, for example, one of the issues that often comes up with uh, AI, especially now with, uh, you'd probably know more about this, like with these uh, deep neural networks and stuff, so much uh, happens in, in this hidden layer that no one actually gets to see how it's functioning or or why are we getting the outcomes that we're getting. So now errors take place and, and people are biased against, let's say females, We you know, some of the biggest companies experiencing that uh, because from their data, the data was biased. No one picked it up and now this is being reproduced UDA software softwares and things so then things like responsible um ai or more specifically explainable ai are able to to help in those instances
0: do you have any uh, reasons why you are pursuing um uh, responsible ai in business is, is there do you think it will uh, li- like you said like you always wanted to um use the education that you've gotten to put it into greater use right Mm -hmm. so do you think your major in ai is going to help you Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. doing doing that what's your plan for that if any
1: yes definitely (laughs) yes yes um I, i definitely because i think what really motivated me to to do this as i said i love technology i've always just had this I don't know, fascination with technology, especially like for IR-related uh, t- uh, technology. It's really just fascinating for me. So for me, the mindset is, unless we we, we tackle these problems, because these are problems that exist, um, and these are problems that cause or put limitations on what we can do with technology. Um, so now if we're able to say, hey, let's use technology for good let's let's use it to yes increase our our returns our efficiency our productivity whatever you'd however you'd want to name it but at the same time let's make sure that by doing this we're not harming anyone in the society that for me is that's that's logical that that's how everything should function because as soon as we leave the negative implication or the negative consequences that are arising as a result of ai but this will only lead, it will become self-destructive at some point, and then now we find ourselves in a place where we don't see the returns that we we could be seeing from uh, the usage of AI. So for me, that's that's definitely um, the mindset behind pursuing specifically this avenue of things. and And that's also how I'd like to to apply it practically. Um, because I mean for example if I can just give you an example of, of explainable AI um, the nice thing about it is that it's, it's, it doesn't only help for example a company be able to decrease their bias and 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 their errors but it also you can also increase your, your revenue and your customer you can decrease your customer churn so your customers wouldn't um, leave Uh, your product or stop using your product and services uh, as as much through the usage of this technology Um, I'd need to go very technical and deep I think that I think the conversation
0: can be endless if we talk about the AI use
1: yes true true (laughs) very definitely definitely
0: yep that's great that's uh, yeah (laughs) thanks for sharing that definitely um thank you thank you yeah and Coming to that, I also know that this, doing all this and pursuing a master's degree and then um, probably looking for a job or trying to do something for yourself after that must be a really stressful thing. So how do you balance that off? I I, I know you're, um, uh, you've got a lot of uh, activities that you do outside of work as well. Like I know you're an avid ba- yes, yes. baker. I have you started. I, I know you have started baking and um yeah. you also volunteer from time to time right do you want to share something yeah. about that yeah. experience what what's the reason behind you doing this uh don't you already have a busy life
1: <laughs> well well, well. <laughs> i think i think going to Hungary really just um showed me that and this is one of the the key, definitely one, this was one of the key takeaways for me being in Hungary. It really showed me that I can do so much more than I had ever imagined and thought. It, it really just made me realize how many limitations I had put on myself. Um, because for example, with this baking thing that you mentioned, I actually uh, started it while I was that side. So I, I decided with a friend of mine to start a company because we saw, or to start a business rather we saw a need uh for baked uh, goods and we're like ah i mean we can we can solve this quickly so then i was like friend, we need to do this like tomorrow let's do this because i knew that if we sit too long you know how it goes with these big ideas if you sit too long with it you start talking yourself out of it <laughs> you start doubting You're like oh ah, no i don't have enough money i don't have no no, no, no. i was just like tomorrow morning when we wake up we're going to the stores we're going to go buy an oven and then we're going to solve this so um, that was definitely a, 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 that was a great experience for me and i had always i mean as you know i mean i want to be able to say that okay for example when i go into consulting when i'm helping a business or someone with their own business i want to be able to say that hey i also have my own experience i understand what you're going through (laughs) so for me i've always known that it's not just about me working in a business but i also want to have my own experience my own personal experience with business so that was the one company that i that i was working in or the one business that i started and then there was another one that i also started while i was still in um which was also based on a need that i picked up whilst they realized that um as you know, I'm, a, I'm an African lady. So we were struggling with uh, hair products. And there are a lot of uh, other people from all across Africa that are in Europe. So we, we were struggling with any hair-related or, 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 or skin-related uh, products. So I was like, okay, I'm going to solve this problem. <laughs> so then that, that was another venture I, I went into. But now while here at home, I haven't been here for, for too long. But as I mentioned, uh, I'm currently writing. Um, there's a company that's based in, in Russia that I'm currently doing, um, it's basically like script writing if I may put it that way, but it's for an application. So that's that's what I've been doing at the moment. Um, but I had before I came back I I told myself I'm like I don't want to especially the first month I don't want to just jump into the next thing because I know how I can be (laughs) like I can get really frustrated and I I just want to do the next thing I just want to do the next thing so it was quite important for me to take that break and and just see okay reflect on what I've done so far and and look into what I want to do next and that actually was a blessing because it helped me uh, come across this this uh, client that i've been working with at the moment and then yeah I'll, I'll just take it from there as to the what next i don't know yet <laughs> what i'll be doing next but i'm that kind of person that like you you, you won't finish me today i'll be doing this and then tomorrow hey
0: i I'm really like things. <laughs> I, I really like what you said about uh starting off uh, right away about when you did the baking thing and yeah. then right away the next yeah. day you made, made the first move uh, instead yeah. of losing yeah. the motivation over the week yeah uh, that, that's that's very human actually and mm. you tend to lose motivation slowly and mm, end up with mm. um, nothing but then I'd I like to say that if you just take that chance like you did mm-hmm. and then uh, even though it fails but then you have some skills that you have yeah. ba- bagged, and,
1: yeah.
0: and that, that yeah. skills l- someday might just be you know get you employed or might be yeah. use, useful for <laughs> I don't know a baker yeah. maybe
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: so at least you yeah. can be
1: employed uh, at the least definitely definitely yeah no I, I definitely agree with you and I think that's that's something that I had noticed in my own life and that was one of the things you remember when I started out I said that I got tired of of the life that I was living so that's why moving to Hungary was so pivotal for me because that was one of the things that I knew that I had gotten myself so used to ah, I can't talk myself out of things or ah, I can't just live this comfortable life just do the bare minimum of what needs to be done and I just got so tired because I knew that I have so much more potential. There's so much more that I can achieve and do. So it really was important for me to to, to have that mental shift.
0: Are you happy moving back to Africa?
1: I mean, I, I felt like my my journey with Hungary was, was definitely finished. Um, so in that sense, Yes, I, I mean, I missed my family so much. I, I was happy to, to be back for that reason, to, to be able to come back to them. But, I mean, that doesn't mean that if I were to get an opportunity to move overseas again, that I wouldn't take it. But, um, yeah, I definitely think it was time for me to, my, or rather, let me put it this way, I feel like my time was hungry. I had done what I had uh, gone to do in Hungary um, and then it was time to, to come back. But uh, South Africa and Africa as a whole is quite important for me for also my bigger purpose and That because I know that I my mission or one of the things that I want to do, I want to be able to impact and um, my country as well.
0: Yeah, kudos on that achievement of, uh, of completing what you started off in uh, Hungary though
1: oh thank you <laughs> yeah.
0: okay.
1: thank you thank you so much really appreciate it <laughs> it's been an interesting journey
0: okay I'm, I'm glad to hear it actually it is really interesting um my, my okay. I have one more question for you Sumada what's mm-hmm. the most arduous situation that you have faced by far and how did you overcome it and if you want to just share a message with everybody uh about uh how did you overcome it? That would be great. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um.
1: I. Sure, I. I never. <laughs> I never speak about this, but I think I'd say my journey with mental health. That was was that, that has definitely been very impactful for me, um, because you know it's one thing to, to face things externally, right? i always say that i'm good like anything can happen out there i'm good but as soon as things start shift or shaking in me then that becomes a problem and i think there was a there was a period in my life where i was shaking a lot so so basically where i was dealing with like a lot of stress and anxiety and yeah and that really just impacts your health it impacts how you make decisions decisions, what was
0: the stimulant Um, so that was
1: quite uh everything became so much more of a drag because i never was vocal or communicated how i was ever feeling and and that started to show in so many instances i started to isolate myself um it started affecting my grades and (laughs) Yo, when a, a straight A perfectionist person's grades start falling, someone who's come to find their identity in their grades, and then the grades start to fall, that that knocks you as well. So there were just so many um, stimulants uh, that were just making things so much worse. And the way that I I, I went through that, sure, Hi. I think more than anything else, I would just say it's been my my spiritual journey. Um, I'm I'm very much big on spirituality, higher power. I believe in God. Um, So I definitely wouldn't have been able to navigate through this without uh, God. Um, I also went to psychology um, and realized that there were so many things that were bigger in my mind. But as soon as I took them out, or as, as soon as I communicated or spoke about them, they were like, oh, oh, I can actually deal with this. <laughs> it's not so bad. <laughs> we can work around this. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely been been so important for me. And since then, I've really taken mental health in general very as a very important thing. I I sure there are so many activities that that I do, even though now sure I'm on the other end of that now. It's like, yeah, we conquered, yeah. Your mental health journey is something that can happen at any time and to anyone. So it's something that I try and be conscious of. I i work out, I meditate, I pray. Um, yeah, and I try not to be too hard on myself. <laughs> I because I, I'm a very as I said, I have a bit of a perfectionist side of me, always striving. I'm doing a lot. So I think it's important to and I guess that's also my message to to anyone out there
0: I didn't even think that this would be my message <laughs> <laughs> no I think you've, you've yeah, come but... <laughs> you, I think you've come uh, you've come far from where you were right to see that you've now yeah, now you've sure. got a bachelor's degree you've got an English exam you've got a master's degree, exam, a master's degree in uh, yeah. Hungary, coming from sure. uh, issues uh, that you've just stated is is actually a leap forward I would say so <laughs> you your message mm-hmm. is very valid sure love that yeah i i uh, i'm glad that you have overcome your problems and the tools that you mentioned that you use like like praying or meditation or workout i think all of them Mm -hmm. are really effective and they Mm -hmm. they Mm kind of hit the right spot (laughs) Mm kind of like they're they're like the antibodies for mental health so (laughs) you're feeling uh, mentally disturbed just go put in a workout if feeling are yeah. really disturbed just go do some meditation or reading or something. And they're kind of the mm-hmm. things that can really help out as well yeah yeah thanks totally. for sharing that that was really good to know as as well
1: <laughs> thank and you thank
0: you mm-hmm. Sorry. yeah i think this was a really interesting conversation and we've reached the end of it and i'm grateful that you have um, shared so much about your journey until so far and and i think yeah. there's this great stuff lined up for you in store and i wish you the best thank of you luck for you. that thank you thank
1: you so much thank you for having me I-